0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Laura, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her prep for Miss Volunteer America. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself. Perfect. Hi, so I'm
1: Laura Holiday, as Elizabeth previously mentioned. I am actually Miss Wyoming Volunteer, which is crazy. You have someone from Wyoming doing this, that's wild. Um, But I'm actually going to school, I'm getting my doctorate degree in occupational therapy. My main end goal, of course, is to work in pediatrics, but we do a capstone, so if I'm able to um, get the opportunity, I want to create a prosthetic that will gradually be adaptable over time. You don't have to keep buying one as they size out, um, just because the original reason I went into occupational therapy was due to um, one of my friends having arthritis palsy, and their left arm not working. So that's super exciting, super big things going on along with the pageant world. I guess my main reason why I decided to get into pageantry and different things like that is my main goal is to just make friends and everything like that just because it's different. You hear, oh, you're from the state of Wyoming. Like, oh, you must just like ride horses and all that stuff. Like, no, we are still normal people. Like, everyone else, we like to do other stuff too. Um, So that's my main reason I wanted to do that. I also um, had a lot of self-confidence and body issues. And so I thought originally going into pageantry that I was like, oh, this is where I'll find my worth and find different things like that. But in reality... Yes, it did help me find my worth, but it helped me like shape myself into the person I am today and be confident in who I am um, no matter what. Like I'm going to be the girl that goes to nationals with um, scars because I got my appendix out last December and different things like that and just understanding all bodies are beautiful no matter what. So that's has been the reason why I decided to go to um, um, pageantry and then I'm actually from Torrington, Wyoming, which is a small little town of 6,000 people.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And I I'm so sorry you had to get your appendix taken out. That sucks. <laughs> it's just no fun. <laughs> it's just like, oh it's swelling, like we don't know
1: how you have are still surviving. I was like, miracle child, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, just go ahead and take it out. Thank you though. <laughs> um okay, so okay. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, so talk about why you chose the Miss Volunteer America organization specifically.
1: Absolutely. So I um I've never done the USA system. That's just, I don't know why it's just kind of different for me. Um, I just like to focus on having, uh, I know they have platforms and stuff they stand for, but I really like to have a platform. And I competed in the, um, the America system, but of course volunteers in new system and stuff like that. So our directors, uh, Bailey and Diana actually reached out to me and were like, Hey, you should look at this organization. And I looked, I was like, okay, it does relate kind of back to Miss America with the previous, um, some of the owners and stuff being previous Miss Americas are being involved in that organization. But it also has more of, I don't wanna say a step down because it still competes with both of those organizations. Um, But it still it values you as a person. And that's one thing I talked to the previous title holder for Wyoming and I have a few friends like um, um, Brittany Herman, she was Miss Ohio volunteer last year and different things like that. And so they kind of talked about it. Of course, you know, you wanna hype up your organization, but they didn't have anything bad to say. And I also don't have anything bad to say about the organization. It's just very positive and they want to see you succeed. They're here for you to help you and everything like that. And so that was one thing that really drew me in. And also they, you know, they'll let me be myself, which is nice.
0: Yeah, that's always good. That's always good. (laughs) Okay, so one of the areas that you compete in is talent. So talk about your talent. What is it? And how do you prep um either before a state pageant or a national pageant to get ready for talent? Like what goes into picking your piece if you have one? All the things.
1: Absolutely. So I actually think for my talent. Originally, like when I first started doing pageants, it was violin and then school happened and I stopped doing that. (laughs) But um so I sing, I'm actually singing almost there from um, Princess and the Frog, Disney Princess Frog, so that's exciting, the big green like pastel dress coming out and everything like that. Um, but I like to I like to prep and decide actually what I'm doing for my talent song. You know, of course it is different, like oh you're singing a Disney a Disney song. Like don't know a lot of people do that. But in reality, I look back to it something that, you know, I had that connection with my sister watching that movie. Me and my mom would sit there and play it on the piano and sing it together. Um, that's originally what I did for my state piece, which was "Oceans" by Hillsong United. So, of course, a different piece, but I had that aspect of, oh yeah, this is like one of my core memories of sitting there, my mom playing this on the piano, and I was singing with her. So that's kind of what I like to do is I like to have something as a semblance back to my life and something that I, you know, I love and appreciate. And so that's why I decided on my piece of "Almost There."
0: I love it. That's so sweet. That's a great song. It's a good choice. <laughs> Um, okay. So we talked about talent. So what is your favorite phase of competition? And then talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. Oh man. I would say my
1: favorite phase is actually interview as crazy as that is. I know, um, it's nice to get all fancy in the dresses and everything like that, but interview is a time, you know, of course where you can be one-on-one with the judges and I feel like I can show my true self. I mean, in the state interview, they asked me if I could show them how to fly fish. Of course, I don't have my, I don't have my rod or reel or anything like that, but I'm sitting there like, hey, it's, so, it's just so different. And it's like, you can laugh in that moment. You don't feel like there's it's an interrogation. It's just you being yourself and they can see the true genuine you rather than, okay, you have 50 other people. You also have to look at all of them and be like, oh, they all have their own personalities. They're all different people um, and they all blend together, but then it's just your own time with them.
0: I love that. And then part of your interview, too, um, is talking about your platform. So what is your platform? What have you been doing with it? And what are your future plans for it?
1: Absolutely. So my platform, of course, for for Miss America Volunteers, it's going to be um, our serve initiative. My serve initiative is Forever 25 Drug Induced Homicide. It actually focuses on fentanyl overdose and prevention. Of course, it looks at all, of course, on drug overdoses and prevention. But the main reason i decided to choose this um serve initiative was actually I had a friend that passed away that's why he's for 25 he passed away he was 25. he was given a lace pill um he was a blue collar worker worked and had um, lower back pain so was taking um prescribed oxy pills got them um, um from a non i don't know exactly how you would say this like a non-authorized dealer because they needed them at that time and they gave them One had just a little sliver of it, and it was dosed with fentanyl and passed away. So gradually what I've done so far is I don't want anyone else's family to go through that. Of course, you know, people make their own choices and different life decisions to go through that. Um, But I like to spread awareness of how it's actually out there. Of course, it is coming to the rise, and people are starting to see that. Um, But in Wyoming, it's a little state, and we think everything's fine. Sad but true. Um, And that's actually where it happened, is it happened in Grayball, Wyoming. And I'm really good family friends with them, so that's why I decided to do... My platform, but what I've done so far is I did a awareness walk. It was actually on Mother's Day of last year, and I did that in Laramie, Wyoming. It was kind of just there. We stood there and held up signs. The newspaper came by. Different people um, stopped their cars to kind of see what was, it was about and just fill people in on all the information, and different things like that. And I am actually working with the governor and his council, so also like the Wyoming um, Department of Defense, of kind of figuring out what we can do for our state of Wyoming. Um, so they already have, of course, the border patrol and kind of cracking down on that and everything like that. So we're, we're coming up with different ideas, whether it be different events, different, um, just like different things around the state. Of course, you want to reach all populations. So it's kind of hard to find something for everyone. And then I did, a, um, I was present at an awareness rally also in Laramie, um, where a few people who, uh, um, went through therapy and actually got out on top of their addiction and everything like that, were able to talk about their story and share with a few others. There's of course people who are currently battling the addiction and people who have overcame it as well. So that was pretty exciting and kind of just bonded with them and um listen to people's stories about how they can do it and also their different opinions that I could also bring to the state board of different ideas of how we can help and this past November I actually was a part it was going to be in person in San Diego um, but I got switched to Zoom. I was a part of the um it was a national leadership and overdose prevention um the conference, so it was kind of you had your first day, and it was just gradually talking about okay, what are we going to go into? Yes, this is a problem. Where is it like, of course, the highest problem? Where is this stuff coming from? Just kind of educating everyone um, who was involved. Like, how did this um, issue come to be? Where is all the substance coming from? And then um, they were split out into different groups the next day. And so I, being that I'm going into healthcare, I went into the healthcare one, and that kind of talked about. What we can do to help people if they come in with these addictions or even are trying to ask for these type of prescriptions in the hospital setting
0: super cool that's awesome yeah you're doing a lot that's awesome yeah um Um, okay so this is probably the hardest question but why do you think the judges selected you to represent the state
1: oh that is hard because i went up with some very beautiful and amazing people so i would say they picked me to be for the state of wyoming just because i'm not what you would say the normal type of pageant um presence i guess because i'm like first of all you have my serve initiative which of course i battle with mental health and i battle with physical um ailments and usually that's where a lot of the um platforms and stuff go to Is we usually try and benefit towards that but then mine is completely out of the wire and is you know it's dark but it needs to be addressed so i think there's a little bit of that serve initiative coming into play but i think it's also um just because i'm different like i said i'll go up on stage with those scars i don't cover them up um i do have my tattoos i do cover them up so i still try and stick to the book as much as i can um but i'm just there to be real i'm there to be myself i don't want to be anyone else you know they i want them to choose me for me and so that's kind of how it was i just went in there with you know an open mind and everything like that and i just I was goofy like i say with interview i sat there and i, I taught him how to fly fishing in the air so um just kind of i think it was just because of personality honestly and just having a spunky personality coming from wyoming and not being too serious but also understanding there are the different stages of competition that need to be taken seriously as well as having that you know positive goofy side as well
0: yeah and here you are i love it <laughs> Um, okay, so what is your prep for Miss Volunteer America look like? You know, it's coming up. So what have you been focusing on?
1: It is. Um, so I've actually, I tried to do everything ahead of time, of course, because going through a doctorate program along with that, it kind of all smashes together and it's a lot and it's crazy, but it's good. So I've gradually been working with Body by Craig. I of course took a little break for, um, finals and when Miss USA was coming up and Miss America so we're getting back on that train, um. Definitely watching what I eat, so I'm not having the fun pizza parties and stuff like I normally do. (laughs) Just making sure that that only, um, not only like physically I'm doing well, but also mentally. So trying to make sure that I reward myself things go well, like say I have an exam or I got, you know, I got my dress ordered and different things like that, different stages that are pretty stressful, taking that time to reward myself, whether it be of like a a Laura day, or even just having like a little rest and taking that time, because I, I don't know why, I just never, never take a rest, never nap, it's insane. <laughs> um, and then I'm able, I've already prepped and I have my dress all organized and ready. I know our competition isn't until the summer, but I was like, I'm gonna be prepared. So I have that, I'm working with Gasper Cruz on that. So that's super exciting. And then me and Jamie Shaw just finished up uh, the swimsuit portion of getting everything organized. Like I say, I do my talent dress, uh, so it's the bright fancy pastel green. Um, interview is the only thing I'm still like the interview outfit. Otherwise I've been staying up to date on news, been practicing the walks. Of course, since I'm taller, I'm like five, nine. Um, I have to practice the walk in the shoes. So we're doing that too, um, the high tippy tops. So that's pretty much the main, the main focus right now, along with school as well. Since, um, the second E for serve is education. So also making sure I incorporate that and making sure my grades are as good as they can be along with also making sure the prep can like set me above.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love how you're like, Well I can't because I have to focus on the other E. I can't leave that one out.
1: I'm like, but I have to educate too and also be educated,
0: so true. So true. <laughs> okay, so what has been your favorite appearance this year that you've done so far? Oh,
1: wow. We had some good ones. I would say I've top two. So my first one is actually our very first appearance. We got crowned the night before and we were up to like midnight. It was crazy doing the whole thing. And then um, we had to be there at five in the morning um, for a hot air balloon ride. And it was like the hot air balloon fest and it was in Caffer, Wyoming. So that was pretty exciting. Cause you know, I've always wanted to ride in a hot air balloon, I mean, we didn't go all the way up and like see the mountain, but we just went up to I I was like as high as I could go and then came back down, which was nice. So that was fun, kind of, I'm an adrenaline junkie sometimes when it comes to that. So. That was exciting and it was the very first appearance. And then, and then we did a buddy walk. So my teen, she actually has a sister that has Down syndrome. And so um, of course, buddy walk is one thing that they've been through for their whole life and stuff. So Siley is her sister's name and Siley was so excited. And so of course, you know, you have the miss and you have the teens So we all came together and supported uh, that walk. And there was, oh man, I would say there was over 500 kids and even like um, a little bit older adults with different types of special needs of course it was raising um, kind of raising money for down syndrome but all types of people with the special needs organization and companies would come together and we were able to do a little walk around the town it was really nice because everyone was just so excited and so happy and they're just loving living in the moment and so it was really exciting to see that and I don't know it was just really happy and really empowering you know some of my events can be a little dark but it's still nice to see people step up and have those moments, but that was definitely my happiest and most exciting
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun that you got to support your team in that too. I love that. Okay. Our final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a first year title holder, what would it be?
1: Um, that is a good one. I would say my, first, my biggest piece of advice to a first year title holder is don't hold everything so seriously because you think you should do well on this and you think everything should be like this and you wanna be your highest self, of course, but go in with an open mind, go in and be happy. Like you're there for the experience. And that's one thing that I've noticed is when I go in with, oh, I have to do this, 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 it doesn't work out well. When I go in with the open mind and I'm just I'm just there for the moment, it's usually what you want to accomplish and even like, you know, even better than that, so.
0: Yeah. That's great wisdom. That's great wisdom. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for coming on and taking time out of your prep schedule to come on and chit-chat. Thank you so much. Of course. And I'll see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.